Hello, how you doing? Just a quick warning. This episode does contain mild discussions of sexual assault. Viewer discretion is advised. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? How's you doing? How's your mama? Welcome back to the Two Broke to Dropout podcast, episode three, man, episode three. Honestly, um, I don't think I was going to do an episode three this week, you know? It was it was a hard week. It was a hard week, man. Um, Just a lot of things happening, a lot of stuff just piled up, and it was just like, ah, man. I don't think I'm going to be able to have time to record. Not even have time. It was like, I just, I just don't feel like it. I'm not in the mood to do it. You know, with everything going on in life, I was just like, man, there's no point. <laughs> you know, there's no point in doing it. Uh, So I, I, there really, honestly, there wasn't going to be an episode this week, you know, but my mom, she had to, she had to kick my, kick me in the gear, you know, and she just told me, you know, it was like, just be consistent. Even when, you know, even when things aren't going your way or life is going a certain way, just be consistent because you never know. You might have somebody out there who's looking forward to it and you don't drop it. You disappointed them. You might have lost somebody. So I was like, you, that's that's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. And I'm going to just get in here you know, and just do my thing. Um, and honestly, man, honestly, this was a week that I've, I've needed. Not that I need it, but I felt like you ever have those times where life is just going way too perfectly? Like, life is just too good for you. Everything is just falling way too perfectly and in line, and you just like, man, this is nice. And you just like, something about to happen. Something is bound to happen. I don't know what, but something is going to happen, and I need to get prepared for it. And you know, that's one. This this week was one of those weeks where I just needed to get prepared for it, and I it was it was bound to happen sooner or later. Life's a roller coaster like that. You have your ups and your downs. So honestly, it was bound to happen at some point, and it finally came. It finally came up. So we we dealing with that. We dealing with that. Honestly, it's really it's really just normal college stuff, you know, having to pay bills that you don't want to pay or that you thought you paid, but obviously you didn't pay or you just didn't pay enough of it and having to pay all of that and just dealing with that. People telling you, one office telling you to go to another office, another office saying, well, no, we don't deal with that. You got to go to this office. This office is closed. So now you got to wait a whole nother 24 hours until you can go to that office just to get told that now you need to go back to the first office you was at. So, hey, bro, college. <laughs> you got to love it. You got to love it. It's all part of the process. And, you know, that is also why I named this podcast. I'm too broke to drop out because I can't drop out. I can't do that. You know, I need it. I need this. I need the degree. I can't drop out. That's that's too mm-mm. Unless unless this takes off, like I'm talking about to the moon, 
I can't drop out. And even then, I'd be too scared to drop out. So <laughs> with that being said, you know, welcome back, everybody, to the Two Broke to Drop Out podcast. All my re- new newcomers, thank you. Thank you for listening. Honestly, I appreciate it. You clicked on it, you, you ain't know what to expect. And you got a great you got a great host about to, you know, just talk to you for a few minutes. You might be in your car or you're cleaning or something. So thank you. All my OGs, the return people, thank you. Thank you for coming back. You you, you came back. So obviously I'm doing something that you like. So I thank you for that one, okay? You came back. But um yeah, man. Honest for for one thing, for one thing, let me get one thing. Straight, you know, out of this week, like I said, it was a tough week, bro, but it wasn't to the point where I was panicking. Like, part of me wanted to panic, right, because it's finance, it's finances, and anything financial, when, like, you, you've, when you, like, kind of exhausted your resources and then, boom, like, bills just coming up one after another, and you're just like, oh, wait, 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 pause, pause, hold on. You you want to you want to panic, but um, I I didn't really panic too much. I'm thankful for the support system I have. Honestly, without them, I don't know how I would make it in life. So I I do realize that I am especially blessed to have the support systems that I have because there's some students out here who don't even have that, and they they're still making it work. And my salute to you people, my salute to you guys, because. Even with even with my support system, I am still stressing, right? <laughs> I'm still stressing about it. So, hey man, salute to you guys who are, who's out there doing this thing by yourself. Cause man, that's tough. That is a tough thing to do. Honestly, I don't. I can't even imagine how hard that is, and to even still try to be sane and have a social life and everything, balancing all of that has got to be one of the most difficult things to to have to do. Which, to be honest, we shouldn't have to do that, right? Students shouldn't have to worry about whether or not they got to pick if they're going to pay for a textbook or if they're going to eat that week. That, that, let's, let's just get that straight first and foremost. Like, honestly, if we think about it, America is so rigged, it, it, is, it don't make no sense. Because how am I? You, you want me to get an education because we're all told as little kids, you got to get the education. Once you get the education, you can find you a good job. Now, that may have been true 30, 20 years ago, yes. But with so many people who got the education, they ain't got no job. <laughs> but they still got bills they got to pay. And so now it's like, okay, well, why am I coming to this school? Why am I coming to school if even if I get a degree, there is no guarantee that I get the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like America just, this system is just so rigged. College is a scam. Listen to me. If you're in high school, I ain't, I ain't telling you not to go. I'm not telling you that. I'm just, j- just think about all your options. <laughs> just, just think about all the options that you have. Before you decide to go to college, even then, there are cheap routes to go. Go to a two-year school first. Go to a two-year school first and then go to that big college. 
unless you got the money to do to go to the four year school, then by all means go ahead, but go to that two year school first and then head to the big one. Because honestly, this is you, you gotta learn how to finagle this system because this system is out to get you. It is very predatory. Like think about it. Think about it. You got 18, 17 to 18 year olds accepting loans that they don't really know what they do. All they know is like, hey, I need the money. They said they're going to give me the money. I might as well just accept it and we'll deal with it later on in life. That's that's what that is. And you can say, oh, well, they should have read. They should have learned. No, that ain't how that works. You can't say they should have read. They should have learned. Somebody should have told them who experienced it firsthand. The people who predator who I can't talk. The people <laughs> get it together, but the people who prey on these kids are just evil. That's is evil. The, the whole system is just is is just wrong. Make me want to run for president. And just like hey. We, we we freeing up college. If you want to keep your private school, you can keep your private. But with college, public public institutions, any any public institution who is getting money from the government, we freeing you up. God dang it, it's it's, it's becoming free. Cause this is just, oh man, Bernie should be president right now. He should be serving his second term right now. Is what I'm saying. We got to deal with. Oh man, don't get me started. But hey, welcome. To the two broke the dropout podcast ten minutes in, and I just I had to go on that quick rant real quick because honestly the, the week I've had man the week I've had but hey we bounce back and we we do great we be great and you know we just we got to put our trust in God and just keep going and keep working and trying to get things you know all in all in line and everything is working out thankfully so I'm I'm not too worried. Everything is working out in a way to where things are getting paid. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, with that, I'm not too worried about it. But, um, yeah, man, <laughs> college is a scam, dog. Don't let nobody fool you, bro. College is a scam. You hear me? Because, <laughs> man, all this stuff don't make no sense at all. At all. You know what I'm saying? In other news, fellas, fellas, listen to me. Listen to me. All right, listen to me. If she ever fix you some spaghetti, and as soon as you take a bite, she just looks at you and is like, you're mine now. What you doing? I know it's, I know it's just, I know I just veered completely to a whole different topic. But what are you doing? Honestly, I'm I'm gonna make Alfredo because two can play this game. We, uh, hey, these games are for two players. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I say all of that to say right because so this week, uh, this man, Derek Jackson, I think his name. Oh man, oh man! If you know who this man is, then you you already know what I'm about to talk about. This man, Derek Jackson. I didn't really know who he was per se until this entire thing went went up. Um, I mean, I I felt I see I feel like I've seen a few of his videos here and there, like on social media and whatnot. But I didn't really know who he was until this whole debacle. 
So I I was looking at it with like I I was just I was looking at it from an objective standpoint, not knowing not really knowing who this man is and just deciding like I'm gonna look at this video because like people everybody's talking about it. And when I tell you it looked like he had his wife under a spell, I hey, hey, I'm not gonna judge anybody's life choices and decisions because you know we all gotta live our lives the way we wanna live our lives and the way we feel like we should live our lives. So I'm not going to judge anybody's decisions. However, you would never catch me holding the hands of my significant other while they talk about how they cheated on me multiple times with multiple people. You never catch. I I would rather, I would rather go through the fiery furnace of hell. But okay, no, I take that back. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, because that's hot. That's very hot. Um, you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather stick a whole nail under my big toe, like under under the nail and just hammer it, than, than do something like that. Cause ain't hell, no, no. You never, you will never catch me, never catch me sitting there. With, with my hair wrapped up while they talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, well, I made rumors has been going around. And those rumors are true. You know, I, I had sexual relations, but not a sexual relationship with the person. But we had sexual relations. There's a difference. And, you know, me and my wife, we talked about it, you know, and we're, we're, we've already come to terms with it. And we're just going to go through this and give it to God because, you know, God. He, he he gives us the strength to go through all our obstacles, and I'm going to read my Bible. That's what I'm going to tell y'all. I'm lying, though, but I'm going to tell y'all that I'm going to read my Bible, and I'm going to become a better man because that's what I want y'all to hear so y'all can go buy my book. Like, come on. <laughs> like, no, bro. No. Like, this man, this man has to be mentally ill. Like, that's some narcissistic, sociopathic, sociopathic, logic there because ain't no way and then she she is oh man i don't look I'm, I'm majoring in psychology but i'm not a certified psychologist not yet so I, i'm not going to say what she looked like but her page her, her social media page was just all over the place and i feel like if you got a quote bible verse after bible verse after bible verse about why your husband is still a good husband I feel like you trying to tell who like who are you who are you trying to convince us or yourself? Cause you going you do it Bible verse at the Bible verse at the Bible verse. You talk about trauma that just like it's just so much, and it's like man, I feel bad for her. I really do. Like I don't even I can't fathom having to deal with that. First off. Your husband is the supposedly relationship guru expert type person, right? He's posted, he he's coined. Well, no, I ain't gonna say he coined the term "black men don't cheat." Carlos Miller coined that term. He just stole it, but he he used he used the term "black men don't cheat" while he was cheating on you. He 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 was in his car talking about, oh, you know, well, if he cheated, and then then he's immature if he decides to cheat on you, and you should just leave him and let him be. 
but he telling you that, hey, look, I cheated, but you should still stay with me because, you know, we, me and you are husband and wife. Like, what? You already defiled the bed of marriage. It's just that whole situation. Like, somebody put voodoo on somebody. I don't know what, and I don't know who, but somebody put voodoo on somebody because that's just some stuff that I can't even make up. What Like, that would be like, me sitting with one of my exes while they talking to everybody, all my friends and family, like, hey, yeah, look, so I cheated on Mike, and, you know, we're we're going to stay together. We're going to get through this. You know, me and him, we talked about it, and I, I accepted responsibility for what I did. I know it was wrong, but, you know, I was just cheating all this time, and we, we, we're just going to get through this trial together. Like I would be, I would be a dead man before I let anybody do some mess like that, right? I'll be a dead man before I let somebody do some mess like that. Cause you telling me I gotta sit there with a just a blank face while you telling the entire world you cheated on me? Like, look, I don't know if it's an ego thing or a pride thing. It probably is, but you ain't. You will never catch me doing some mess like that. Ain't enough love in the world. Ain't enough love in the world. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, that reminded me of an ex of mine, right? It reminded me of an ex of mine. So, <laughs> so she cheated, right? She cheated and all that, called her, all, all that nonsense, right? And so we were having a conversation. I was, I was calm as could be. I wasn't yelling because I... I feel like I'm not about to let you out. I'm not about to let you get me out of my element. I'm not about to let you get me out of character. And I'm not a person to yell. I'm I'm not a I'm not a person who who likes to yell and I don't yell. So I was just calm about everything. I was just like, so that's what you decided to do, huh? So, okay. Well, you know, these things happen. Obviously, you didn't respect me enough to just end this, end it. And then do what you want to do. You just decided that you couldn't control yourself and decided to do what you did. And I was just going to be like, okay, well, you know, you, you lost my trust. You betrayed my trust. And I don't wish no ill will towards you, but I got to go my own way. You got to go yours. And we ended. And I, I wanted to dead it right there. I wanted to end it right there. And I feel like that's a very mature way to end things. Like, I, I don't think that's asking too much. Like, okay, well, you did what you did. I don't wish no ill will towards you, but I can't mess with you no more. That's I feel like that's a very mature way to do things. No yelling, no screaming, just simply, hey, look, okay, we all make mistakes. Yeah, I understand that, but still, that's a very big mistake that I don't think I could come back from. So we might as well just go our separate ways. And you want to know what she wanted to do. She was like, why can't, why can't we just talk about this in the morning? She wanted me to sleep on the fact that she cheated on me and then we talk about it in the morning. Now, if you've ever, because I ain't going to say it didn't hurt, because it did hurt. It, it hurt. It, it hurt. It, it broke my heart, kind of. So if you ever been, if you ever been heartbroken, right, if you ever been in a situation where you were sad and about a relationship ending or something happened or nothing like that, you 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 already know that you can't sleep. Already, that's a, <laughs> you already know that you can't sleep on it. Man, like, you asking, 
<laughs> you asking me to sleep on the fact that you cheated on me? What What is there to talk about in the morning? My, so you just want me to think about this all night until the sun come up and be like, okay, so yeah, I thought about it, and I guess we could, I guess we could try. You know, I, I guess that's the thing we can try to do. Like what? And so I was like, man, no, I'm not doing that. I said what I needed to say. I'm not talking to you in the morning. But it was just like the audacity, the sheer gall to be like, why can't we just talk about this in the morning? Oh, so you can go to sleep perfectly fine, but me over here, you want me to still think about like, dang, she really cheated on me. Now, what what she want to talk about in the morning? What is there to talk about in the morning? And it turned, and then, and then on top of that, right? So I didn't talk to her in the morning. She texted me. She texted me like a few hours into the afternoon, so around about two, two or three the next day. And she was just like, she tried to turn it on me, talking about, well, you know, we really wasn't compatible. Now that I think about it, and people might think that I'm the villain. Your friends and family might think that I'm the villain, but I'm gonna just do me now, and I don't care what anybody has to say. I'm gonna just do what I want to do. And I was just like, I never said you couldn't do what you wanted to do. Never once did I say, hey, you you can't, you stop what you wanted to do. You got to do what I want you to do. Never once did I say that. And true, yes, you're going to be the villain because you did some villain stuff. That was some villainy right there. Strictly evil. Like, we spent the whole week, I'm taking you out to dinners, dates, and all this we spent the whole week together and did the very next day when I had to go back to school and all that. You you sleeping with your ex? Like, and, and you t- yes, that is some villainy. <laughs> that is villainy to the very core right there. Dr. Doom ain't got nothing on that one. You know what I'm saying? That's like, hey, man, and I got so many, not so many. I got two major stories. That's one of them. The other one. This, oh, this, oh, man. The other, <laughs> the other one is way crazier, dog. I was, when I tell you I was in love with this girl, I mean, I was like 17, 17, 18 at the time. And honestly, you know, so that's like that that young, that, that young love, you know, you, you think you found somebody, you know. And <laughs> so, so, anyway. Anyway, not to get into too many specifics, right? They uh they found somebody at the job they was working at. They were working. They they found somebody at the job they was working at, and me me as a dude, right? I'm not the type of guy who's gonna be like, oh no, you can't hang out with him. I ain't gonna say you can't hang out with a with a dude, or you can't have guy friends, cause most of my friends. Hold on. Most of my close friends are, 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 are women. So I'm not going to be the type to be like, y'all, you can't hang with that dude. Because most of my close friends are women. So like that would be hip, hypocritical of me to say that. So at first it was just like they were friends or whatnot. And you, you know how, you basically know how the story goes. He started getting in her ill. She started being distant. I'm not seeing her as much. She's staying late night at his place. And at first, I'm I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, like, well, nah, maybe, maybe it's just, you know, uh, maybe, <laughs> like, maybe they just playing Uno or <laughs> so. <laughs> and and what 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 really what was the peak for me, the pinnacle, the thing that you know, just like, okay, 
yeah, uh, this is, yeah, nah, ain't no fix in this, was her mom had called me asking where she was at. And I was just getting off of work at the time. So I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know where she's at, honestly. I, I can't tell you. The last, last thing I heard was that she was at a barbecue with some friends from her job or something. Now, mind you, that was at like 3 in the afternoon. It is now, I think, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the evening. So it's pretty late. It's getting pretty late. And so I was like, well, I could try calling her. And she was like, please do. So I tried calling her. Now, when you call somebody, right, it's a few ways you could tell that they looked at the phone. If it just rings and rings and rings and rings, I think it's like seven rings, and then it goes to voicemail, then okay, they probably didn't see the they probably didn't see it, or if they did see it, they just strictly ignored it. Right? And just let it go to voicemail. So that's one. That's one way, you know. You you you'll be like, okay, well maybe they didn't see it or something. So you're not really thinking the other thing. The other way is as soon as you call, you get a busy signal. Okay, the phone phone is off. Phone is off. It probably died or something. Who knows? No signal or whatnot. Who knows? <laughs> the third one is if you get like a, a ring or two, like a one ring, two ring, and then it just completely hang up. Okay, yeah, no, they saw your call and decided to decline it. <laughs> and that's the one I got. So I'm just like, oh, oh we declining calls out here. We declining calls. So I call her mama back. I'm like, well, okay. So I tried to call her, and she declined me. So I really, I don't know what she's doing. Now, mind you, she didn't have a car at the time. So, and she didn't give nobody who she who she could really trust. Like, mind you, she just met these folks, like, maybe two weeks, three weeks ago. So everybody that she really knows and could trust, she did not give us no information to her location. So her mama freaking out. I'm low-key kind of freaking out, like, okay, what? hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, trying not to think the worst, but thinking the worst, hoping for the hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. So I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe maybe we need to call the cops, see, see, call her friends, contact her friends, see where they at. So then she decides to call her, her mama. And I don't know what her mama said to her or whatnot. But after that conversation, she hangs up the phone, and she calls me. So she calls me, and it's like, why Why did you tell my mama I was at a barbecue? Why did and I'm like, hold on, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, slow, slow down. Flag on the play. I told her because obviously you can't. Keep no secrets, cause you didn't call her. You didn't let her know that hey, I'ma be with some friends or none of that. So she called me worrying about Joe behind because she ain't talked to you all day. So that's why I told her that you was at a barbecue with some of your friends or whatnot. And so she was like, "Well, don't ever tell my business ever again." And that's when I was just like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay, all right." Oh boy, okay, okay, okay. See now we we get you, I I I peep I peep right. I might not say stuff, but I peep things. And I'm like, oh, so she is upset that I said anything. I don't know why she would be upset to me. That's not the logical thing, because you know, as 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 your boyfriend, you know, I care about 
your safety and your well-being. So I would assume that you would want me to tell your mother where your location is so that we all know that you are safe and good, right? You would think. You would think that's what somebody would want, right? Not the case. Not the case. Not the case. So, you know, things, we continue to be together or whatnot, but things, we ain't really together, you know? And she, she's still, she hanging out with the dude more and more. And uh, so one day, one day I was at work, right? No, I was headed to work, and she was like, "We need to, we need to have a talk." Now, <laughs> whenever somebody tells you some stuff like that, right, you, your heart starts to race. Even though in the back of my head, I have already accepted, like, yeah, this, this about to end. I don't know when, and I don't know how, but it's gonna have to end. It's pretty soon. So I wasn't, I, it wasn't like a shock or anything, but it was still, I, it, it was still made me so anxious. And then I was, on top of that, I was headed to work. And so I was just like, oh, no, she didn't. She really, she really just did this while I'm about to go to work. So I was so, I was so upset. I was angry. I couldn't work. I called in. I'm like, hey, look, uh, something came up. I ain't going to be able to be in today. I hope, I, I will see if I can find somebody. Luckily, my boy Jeff he was, he was able to take my spot and all of that. So I'm like, okay, let's have this conversation. Let's talk. And she's like, well, I'm at work right now. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you were bold enough. You had enough time to tell me that we needed to talk and let's have the conversation. So let's have the conversation. And so we got into an argument or something right, like that. Something, and then something else happened. And all I know is I had packed her stuff up, and I was it was waiting at the door for her. And I was like, just come get your things. My mama said I was wrong. My mama, and I would give, okay, most, most, most people think that, you know, your mama going to have your side all the time, right? Like, no matter what, she going to have your side. My mama, uh-uh, uh-uh. If I did wrong, my mama is going to sell me out. And, and I love her for it. Cause I, that's what I know. That's how I know that either I'm right or I'm wrong. Cause she'll tell me when I'm wrong. Like Mike, you shouldn't have did that. You wrong. You were wrong for that one. You you need to you need to fix it or apologize because you was wrong for that. So she'll tell me when I'm wrong and she'll have my back when she when she, when I'm right or when she feels like I'm right. So and I love that, and I think that's why also. I, I view things in a way in a in a way that I view them because she she was never one to hold back against me. If I did something wrong, like if I did something dumb or stupid or just flat out evil, she'd tell me, you know, and be like, "Nah, Mike, you was wrong for that. I'm disappointed in you." So she'll tell me, and that's how I want. That's how I want everybody who are, like if I vent to somebody that's I don't want them to just take my side like yeah no nah, no nah, man yeah you right you right because if I'm wrong let me know I'm wrong like let me know I'm tripping if I'm tripping let me know because I might be seeing it in a view that it, that's not what it is so anyway I had I had put I was already just I was finished with it done finito so I had her stuff at the door so she pulls up. And so she pulls up. She's coming to get her things. She, you know, coming out in the huff. And the car is still running. I'm like, why is her car still running? 
Cause it's it's a lot of stuff. I'm like, why she got it? She forgot to, she forgot to um, turn the car off. And so I'm so I come out the door and she's getting into the passenger seat. So I'm like, hold on, that's her car. Why is she getting into the passenger seat of her car? Right. Oh, and I just okay. Oh yeah. So I skipped over. We we got her car. We had to go to Alabama. To get her car from her dad. We had to take a Greyhound. So that's how much I was in love with this girl. I took a Greyhound for her while missing my cousin's first college year. We They were taking her to college. And I missed that by riding the Greyhound bus to Alabama with this girl. So <laughs> that's that's how that's how deep I was. So we, so I had skipped a few. So she had a car by this, by this time. So anyway... She had the car, and so I was like, "Why is she getting in the passenger seat of her vehicle?" Cause she had told me she doesn't. She she's the only one that she will ever let drive her vehicle. She doesn't want anybody else driving it. And so I'm like, "That's weird." So I go up to it, and who do I see? None, nobody else but the boy best friend from work, the work husband. That's what I. That's what I realized what a work husband was, the work husband, and. And then what was funny, right? I just started laughing. <laughs> I don't. I think I had broke. I think I had broke or something. But I just started laughing. I'm like, that's that's wild. That's wild to me. And I'm like, what's what's good, bro? About to shake his hand and all that. And he couldn't even shake my hand. Couldn't even look me in the eye. He didn't say nothing to me. And they drove off. And it was just, it was just. I was like, wow. It really ended like that. And on top of that, I gave. I, this was the second chance I had gave her, right? Cause we had some issues prior to that. This so this was a second chance, right? And so it was just like, wow, it really ended like that. That's that's wild to me. That's crazy that it would end like that. But you know what? It is what it is, you know. And just enjoy it for what it was and what it wasn't. And you have you got to move on. Um. So and also I was. I mean, I was hurt, but at the same time, it was like, Mike, you still young. There's still going to be plenty of opportunities out there, so it ain't, it ain't too much you're losing out on. So I just had to understand that and then just wish her well and hope hope the best for her, you know. Because it's not – and I hate when people like, oh, my ex, my ex uh, downgraded and all of that. Like, why are you still worried about your ex? Why are you still stalking their page, looking if – they knew boo thing is better than you, a good more good looking. And if it's not, then you feel better about yourself. You still holding on to something, sweetheart. No, you you still holding on to some pain you need to let go there. You know, everybody everybody in my past, man, I've wished the best. I have wished the best for him. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out for whatever reason it didn't work out, but I've always wished the best and hope that they can find what they wanted in life. Cause I had to realize I had to realize that you know some things things ain't always gonna work out. It ain't always gonna have you ain't always gonna have the happy ending. Um, and sometimes people are only meant to be in your life for a certain season. You know, not everybody's meant to be in your life forever. Some people are just there for you to learn the lesson. Some people are there for you to just enjoy the moment that you're in. And some people are there for a lifetime, and that's few and far between. But that's that's the case, right? So. I had to understand that and realize that. And that also helped me to heal from that. 
from that entire thing. And I don't know what she told her family. Uh, again, I told when I cut folks off, I cut them off entirely. I don't know what she told her family. I told my family everything, my side and what happened, you know. And I've, I let it go. I mean, I still tell the story from time to time because it's funny to me now looking back at it. It's like, dang, Mike was really out here just doing the most. <laughs> and then not only that, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And looking back on it, the signs were always there from the beginning, right? You know, and looking back on anything, you you will see it. But in the moment, you really you really don't see it unless you pay attention to it. Like you're not gonna see it because you don't want to see it. Like you'll brush it off, be like, ah, that's okay. Uh, uh, that made me a little weary, but uh, we'll we'll get past that. Like, uh, I don't like that they did that, but uh, we'll we'll deal with it later. So, you know, for me, it was just it was just one of those things. Looking back on, like, okay, you yeah, know, no, I see, I see why we did it. <laughs> I see why we did it last. It, it was just a mess from the beginning. <laughs> It was just a whole mess from the beginning. And also, not only did I not only did I like look back and see the signs finally, but I also realized what I could improve on. Not saying that that would have helped that relationship, but it was to help my future relationships. Because in that one, I wasn't as affectionate. Like, I've, I've never been a guy who really shows that much affection towards people. I don't know why. Even my mama says sometimes she feels like I don't be loving her. <laughs> and it's just, it's not, I do love, I love a lot of folks. Got a lot of love for folks. It's just, I've never really, I never was one to show affection like that. Like hugging, hugging it was never my thing. I hated cuddling. Cuddling was never my thing. I, like, I, it was certain times, it was certain moments where I was just like, I don't want to be around you right now. I just want to be by myself. Just let me vibe to myself. <laughs> and I had to realize that I was doing a little too much of that and not compromising. You know, not like, again, again not saying that I would have fixed it or would have helped the relationship. Because if it was meant to be, it would have, it would have, it would have been, Right. But I was like, okay, no, I had some flaws that, you know, I need to improve on. Like, my communication wasn't all the way there. I wasn't really, if I was upset about something, I didn't voice it. Or or I may have voiced it in a way where nothing nothing got um, done, nothing got settled. So, I, I had to realize, and, it was, it was, and I feel like, <laughs> and people might hate me for this. But, you know, I look at relationships like film, right? Like like you play in a sport, right? And you look at film. You look at all the little things that you that you need to improve on to get better. And, I mean, I feel like that's how you got to review your relationship. Like sometimes just, just sit back like, okay, well, what can I do to make things better? Or what can I do to improve myself so that it improves my relationship? And all of that. Like, again, okay, I'm only 20. I'm about to say 21. I just turned 20. I'm only 22. So I ain't been on this earth that long to really tell you everything you need to know about a relationship. What I do know is you need good communication. That's one. Two, you got to be willing to compromise. Three, 
you got to be willing to listen. Uh, four, you got to be willing to uh, uh, you see. I don't know. I don't know what the fourth. Fourth one, pray to God, be with God, go with God. Yes, do that. <laughs> I, that probably should have been the first one. In all honesty, that probably should have been the first one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, no. So. Like I said, I feel like we make things so it's it's it could be so simple, yet we make things so hard on ourselves sometimes, man. And it's crazy. It's it's really crazy to me, honestly. And I will say though, I will say like for most people, when they talk about their exes, right, they come from a place of spite or anger or hate. I don't look at it like that. I mean, yeah, they did me wrong or whatnot. Or I got done wrong or what or what have you. But it's like, eh, I, I still enjoy my time. I'm not about to sit here and regret ever being with somebody. Because at a certain point in time, I liked you, right? <laughs> I like being with you. I like being around you. I like talking to you. So I'm going I'm I'm to still say, yeah, I enjoyed my time. My time wasn't wasted. Because I, I had to think about it. Because if because I've always said, look, I've always been like, I don't like my time being wasted. And so when I look at it that way, then it's like, dang, time really was wasted, right? It's it's, a, it's in a negative light. It's it's in a negative light. And I don't want to look at things in a negative light because then you, you yourself become negative. That's another thing. People are so negative. Like, it's ridiculous. Honestly, people are so negative nowadays, and I don't understand why. I really don't get it. I mean, okay, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm a person. I'm a laid-back person. I'm a chill dude. So I already know that most my, and my way of thinking is not most people's way of thinking about things. So I understand that. I get that. But the negativity, man, people. <laughs> People be so unhappy, bro. Like I, I scroll on Instagram or or Twitter, or it, I even scroll through Snapchat stories here and there, and it's just like folks are so unhappy with life. And I mean, I get we all go through things, but it's like every time every time I see you, you unhappy with something. Something gotta give. How are you this unhappy? This this don't make sense that you are this unhappy. Or that you got this much attitude. Like, chill, relax. You got a whole life ahead of you. You buy, And you starting out with the anger now? Like, come on, my guy. Like, that, that's just, that's crazy. I couldn't, I can't, I can't stand to be angry. I hate when I'm angry. That's not a thing I like to be. Anger is not something that I like to be. I don't like to be angry. Angry is just... It's not a fun time. It's not a fun time at all. So I don't see how people, or misery, they say misery enjoys company. And that is very true. I don't see how people be so miserable. Like, if you, <laughs> if you're miserable around me, I would try to get your spirits up. But if every time I see you, you're miserable about something, I would just stop talking to you. Because at a certain point, you just being miserable to be miserable. And, People might be like, oh, no, Mike, that's not what you do. You're supposed to help them. And I get that. Yes, yes, I get that. People, everybody should get help. Everybody deserves help. 
But sometimes you got to want to help yourself first before you can get help at all. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like folks who just be sad for no reason or they romanticize just being sad for no reason. It's like, why do you want to be sad? Why are you putting that over your life like that? They'd be like, oh, there's nothing to live for, da da da. Like, no, live for life. Live for living. That's something to live for. Just to live. Why? There's no point in being sad because you're only going to be on this earth for 70, 75 years on average. Some people shorter than that, some people longer. And if and if majority of those years, you already like 20-something, so you only got about 50 left. So for like majority of those years, you decide to be unhappy, you just wasted every all the time that you will ever have in this universe. Like that's to me, to me that is one of the thing one of the things that are is most detrimental to us as humans. To just be so unhappy to the point where everything makes us miserable. Like and I get we live in a world where every day something new is going on. Like they just had the shooting in uh, Boulder, I believe. And then before that, it was another one at a grocery store. I, I believe so. And it's just like, dang. Like, as soon as we open up, oh, as soon as the country start opening back up, people start shooting again. Like, come on, man. It makes no sense. That's tragic. Like, folks losing their lives just for nothing, man. And honestly, that, that also, that makes me appreci- appreciate my life even more. Cause you just you never know, you never know, and I don't mean to get all deep and somber like this, but it's just like you never know, man. So why why spend it being miserable? And I get like mental health and mental illnesses are a thing. I get that. So I'm not even that this like I'm not even talking about that. That is a whole different concept, whole different subject. I'm just talking about folks who are just. They, they choose to be miserable for no reason. They choose to be sad or they choose to be angry for no real reason other than that's what's comfortable to them. And they feel like since they've done it for so long, that's the only thing that they should do. And that's the only, like, no. Every day you should be trying to improve yourself in some shape, form, or fashion. Whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, you should be trying to improve yourself Every day, every day, in something. It don't even have to be a big improvement, but just improving yourself in in something in one area of your life. Just improving, like okay, maybe you maybe you get up late, like you get up real late. Get up at six, or get up at seven. It's an improvement, or maybe you don't you you get winded too easily. Do a light little jog. About ten minutes, you know, and, and just continue from that and improve. Just improve yourself. You know, every a lot of us we've gotten so complacent with who we are as a person, and we feel like we can't get no better. And that's something that I I hate seeing. I hate seeing when folks get complacent with themselves. And I'm not saying don't get me wrong. There's a difference between being comfortable with oneself and being complacent. You can be. I'm comfortable with myself, but I'm not complacent. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm comfortable with who I am as a person, where I'm at now in life, 
but I'm not complacent because I know I can get somewhere better. I can improve on something. And even and even still, while I'm improving on it, I'm still acceptable and accepting of who I am right now in the present. But I know I can do better and get better and be better because I'm not perfect, right? I'm not perfect where I'm at. And I'm not saying chase after perfection because then you're just going to be chasing after – it's going to be a wild goose chase. You're chasing after something that you're not going to be able to achieve at all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying just improving stuff each and every day, just little by little, you know. Maybe you wake up and you be like, ugh. Another day, I got to go out here, and I got to do all this. To be like, maybe wake up and just be like, oh, another day. Another day I'm alive. Another day I'm breathing. Let's go. Let's do this thing. You know, just simple things like that where you're just improving just little by little. And I get that the world around us is very negative, and there's a lot of evil stuff going on, a lot of bad things. Sometimes you just got to take a break from all of that, man. You know, I had to realize you can't fight every good fight, <laughs> right? Every good fight you can't fight. We, you know, because every it seems like almost every month there's a new civil war in some country, there's a new police shooting in the United States or a new mass shooting in the United States. You know, you every every day or so you hear something about sexual assault. You know, and. Okay, the the sexual assault one, I take that one back. No, you can everybody can work on the sexual assault one because it don't make no sense just how many sexual assault cases that there are, and that's just the ones that are reported. We're not even talking about ones that go unreported, right? We're not even talking about that. You, if I promise you, I forgot the statistic, but it's like almost everybody knows somebody who was sexually assaulted. So if everybody knows somebody who was sexually assaulted, I feel like almost everybody knows somebody who was the sexual assaulter. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that all, all your friends are rapists. That's ain't that's don't know. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there was somebody that you it, it is a very likely chance that somebody you know, and you might not even talk to them no more, but you still know them. You knew them. You still knew him and all that, so I'm. So that is something definitely. I feel like everybody needs to improve on everybody. Like it, we just need to make it a safer place for women in general, women as a whole. Like making just being able to uh, let women go out and feel safe. They don't have to feel like, you know, they're getting ogled at or stared at, or somebody might try to do something to them. I feel like that's just something that we all we all need to work on and we need to call out people when they do things that um inhibit that sort of actions that promote those sort of actions promote that setting that's definitely something that I'm totally like I support folks who speak up and you know call their friends out call out somebody who they might not even know. But it's definitely, it's it's up to us as a whole. And basically, really up to men to just get, like, get that out of here. Because that's something that I feel like no 
nobody should have to deal with. That's that's an experience I wish on no person at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's definitely something we all need to work on. But in other regards, like, you know, you got the, the, the coup in Myanmar, I believe, that is still going on. You got things, and in, in, we we just had a bombing in Syria. Well, Biden bombed Syria. Uh, that's a whole nother. It's just so much going on in the world. So when you look at it, it's just like you kind of feel hopeless, and it's just like, man, why why should I feel happy? And I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying be ignorant to what's going on in the world. Don't do that. But just also realize that you're only one person. You're carrying a very big ego if you think that you're just going to change every little thing overnight. And this sounds this sounds very, I don't know, not, uh, not negative. I don't want to, it sounds negative, and I don't mean it in a negative light. I'm not saying don't care about things. I'm just saying just realize that, re- take time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, take time for yourself to where you can decompress because I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, this summer, like the summer that just passed, summer 2020, when everything was going down, like George Floyd, all of that, you know, Breonna, Alton, all, all, Ahmaud Arbery, all of that was just going down. Um, it was just It was just a lot. It was just back to back to back. And it was exhausting, especially for somebody who promotes, I guess, black consciousness or what what have you. It was just exhausting just seeing so much of that everywhere, no matter where I went. It was an exhausting thing to do. It was something, it was just like, man, I'm tired, I'm tired of seeing this. And I felt hopeless, like I was in a, I was in a place where I was just like, what is the point of even trying anymore? You know what I'm saying? If we're not going to get anywhere, what is the point? And I, I had to I had to take myself out of that place, and I just had to take a break from all social media, all news outlets, and all of that for, for a minute and just decompress and just get back to, you know, realizing that I'm still here. Right, I'm still here, so I can still do something, and and just get back to who I was as a person and being happy and basically rejuvenating myself for the fight. Because I'm, I, I still to this day, I still fight, you know, support causes and all of that. And so, I'm not saying you can't, you can't fight for what you believe in. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying take time for yourself as well so that you're not messing up your mental health and you're not getting into a deep dark place where you might not be able to get out you know what I'm saying and then you just become this very negative person who believe there's no point in doing anything you you don't want that and I don't want that for anybody so you, you know just just make sure you take time for yourself mental health is very important just be happy man live life you know, things might not always go your way, and honestly, they won't. Things will never always go your way, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, sometimes you're going to have twists and turns. You're going to have ups and downs, and I'm sure everybody heard about now you know this. 
So it's just it's just a point of realizing it and just being able to keep moving, keep moving forward and keep doing your thing and keep striving and just keep improving every day in something. Just improve. That's all you got to do, man. But thank you for rocking with me. It's the Two Broke to Dropout podcast with your host, Hino from the nine. If you know, you know. Hey, Amen. I'm thankful. Thankful for all you guys for listening. Real talk, real talk. I'm thankful for just being able to do this, for the opportunity, you know, for the idea. I'm thankful for all of that, man. And I just, I'm I, I'm also thankful that I, I did come in to record and get this all edited and whatnot and get it out there because I needed this. Help me to de-stress and decompress myself. I needed this. This was definitely a whole therapy session for me. So, you know, <laughs> so it was good to just get things, just to be able to talk and just get away from reality for a good minute. And honestly, I didn't think I was going to go this long. I think this is the longest one I've had so far. They probably ain't going to be this long. I'm sorry for talking your head off. If you really, if you really listen to this thing all the way through, man, man, I really rock with you. I really rock with you if you listen to this entire thing. I don't know if I could listen to me for almost an hour. You know what I'm saying? So if you really did listen to this entire thing, dog, I rock with you heavy. Rock with you the long way. You you family to me. You family to me. You listen to me talk to this long. But, hey, I thank you. Thank you, everybody. I love you guys. You know, just keep doing your thing. Keep your mental health in check. We almost out of this panini. We almost out of this pandemic. When you can, go get your vaccine. They're not going to place a chip in you. You're not going to grow a third arm. They've been working on this vaccine for more than a few months. So it, you, you'll you be good. Just go get your vaccine. So and I don't think things going to get back to normal, but we'll try to get back to normal as normal as, normal as possible. That's not what I want to say. We'll try to get back to normal. As much as possible. That's where, yeah, I connected it back, uh, you know. But, hey, man, thankful. Thankful. Oh, also, follow me on Instagram. Follow the podcast on Instagram. It's Too Broke to Drop Out. Just like that. Number two. Too Broke. Number two. Drop Out. Follow me there on Instagram. Um, I I might do a YouTube where we set up video. I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it, contemplate. Let me know. You know, if if you still listening to this, let me know on what I can improve on. Cause honestly, guys, I'm just I'm doing this in the dark, shooting in the dark, literally. I'm just seeing what works and what doesn't. So if if I should add video to it, let me know. Um, and we'll just just go from there. Like I said, just gonna keep improving and keep going and keep doing the thing. But I love you guys. Until next time, man. God bless. Thank you.